Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. If you'd like to see more of my work and keep up to date with all things Making Lemonade, please follow me on Instagram at Jordan Art, or go to my website, www.jordanmorpethart.com. You can also join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation around this week's episode and creativity in general. The link for the public invite is in the episode notes below. This week, we are talking about the shadow self and how integrating one shadow can help you in your creative pursuit. Not sure what that means? Well, look, let's just get straight into it, eh? There's something not right here. I feel cold. That place is strong, but the dark side of the force, a domain of evil it is. And you must go. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Your weapons. You will not need them. Carl Jung wrote, everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. The shadow is a constant motif in modern fiction. The shadow self is something that Carl Jung speaks on in depth to a very eloquent and not so convoluted way like some philosophers can be. Let's think of Star Wars. So you know when in Empire, uh, Luke is training with Yoda and, he's, and he makes his way into the cave. Uh, Luke asks, What's in there? Yoda replies, Only what you take with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a really shit Yoda. Anyway, um, so this is Luke confronting his darkness his shadow Um, because as you know Darth Vader appears to him in his fear um, and he strikes him down takes his head off and beneath it is revealed to be Luke's face Now, I never understood this moment in the film or the significance of it until now. This is Luke going down into the darkness, quite literally, and confronting his shadow and then assimilating with it and coming to terms with the darkness. In this instance, the ultimate evil being Darth Vader and Luke realising that as his father was capable of this evil, then so too is he. 
Now, assimilating with the shadow is no easy task as one must bring themselves to realize the potential of true evil within themselves. You might say to me, but Jordan, I'm not capable of that. I couldn't be a genocidal maniac like Darth Vader or Adolf Hitler. My answer would be, yes, you can. And you really must come to terms with it. Why? Because if you do not want to become this potential evil, then you should try to recognize that any person, if given the right, or should I say wrong set of situations, pressure and lack of consequences, can most definitely become the stormtrooper or the Auschwitz guard. In imagining yourself as this stormtrooper and actually enjoying it, anyone with a semblance of conscience would do most everything they can to avoid becoming that person. So do you see what I mean? You imagine the capability of evil within yourself so that you can avoid it. I am continuing, I'm going to continue to use this Star Wars metaphor for my audience and this is kind of how I think of it in my head because I'm a pop culture nerd as well. So maybe I should connect this to creativity and how this can help us as artists and creative types as well. The shadow is something that we all will face at least once, if not many times in our lives. We cannot deny nor ignore it. It is known to manifest itself in dreams and hallucinations. I spoke back in January on the podcast about how I encountered what I thought was death incarnate uh, through sleep paralysis. But what I now understand is that this could very well have been my shadow. I dealt with this figment of my imagination by not ignoring it, but instead by acknowledging its presence and then confronting it. Look, this all sounds crazy. I, I realize this. However, I believe I've been much more integrated with my shadow since. As creatives, we can use this shadow to drive us forward and we can also use outlets to confront, confront and come to terms with our shadows. Whether it be writing about it, integrating it into our performances or blatantly creating characters or designs that signify our individual shadows. The shadow is a tool, not a hindrance. The creative mind and consciousness will be expanded only when you begin to integrate the shadow out of your subconscious and into your consciousness. The creative mind is one that will forever perplex those who do not possess one. I think now we can speak on the shadow's light side, so to speak. Kaufman wrote that in spite of its function as a reservoir for human darkness or perhaps because of it, the shadow is the seat of creativity. So that for some, it may be 
the dark side of his being, his sinister shadow, represents the true spirit of life. This is an interesting concept. This can be interpreted to mean that, well, essentially, without the understanding of the shadow, one cannot consider themselves truly creative without it. The shadow being often recognized as a place where the darkness of the soul and the most evil thoughts come from can also be considered one's reservoir for life. I suppose it's because without darkness there is no light and without weakness there is no strength. So why do we need this as creatives? Um, now I'm not saying that embracing the darkness within you is what you should do. Rather I'm saying come to terms with your darkness like a long lost father. Forgive your darkness and <laughs> let it make you whole. There are many negative and positives, or rather negative and positive ways to do this. Now you could go out and express your shadow by doing drugs, having sex with everything that moves, and causing chaos all around town, not caring what effect you have on others. Or the other thing you could do is write a story. Build characters that help you to express your emotions. This doesn't have to be a story that literally have characters named anxiety and depression or whatever it may be. I mean, maybe you could do what I did. I wrote a book in which the main character was a version of me if everything went wrong and I made all the bad decisions and somehow still survived it all. This book was called Serenade and, well, Serenade is a severely fucked up mess. Look, admitting to the existence of one's shadow will mean you can become stronger in yourself and your values because you can see the darkness and its potential, but you can, in a way, control it. Take Jackson Pollock, for example. He used the canvas as not just a place for the shadow, but a place of expression. Those who purchased his work for millions of dollars were not paying for dried up paint that was just thrown aimlessly at a canvas. No, they were paying for a man's emotions his expression of his darkness and anger and rage, and instead of starting a fight at a local pub, he dug down deep, pulled the lids off a series of paint tins, set up a canvas, and let his rage be what it wanted. The painting was simply the result of raw emotions. Alongside the integration of the shadow from the unconscious to the conscious mind, one must also burn off the old ways of thinking to allow the integration of the shadow. Let's take the Star Wars example again. So, you have Luke and you have Obi-Wan. 
Luke represents the new order, the new way of thinking. Obi-Wan represents the old way of thinking, the old Jedi order, a relic with old worldly views, pre-Empire and from a time of peace. Obi-Wan knows that he must teach Luke the ways of the Force and the Jedi Order so that he has the knowledge that the Jedi possessed at such a dire price, along with the knowledge that was possessed by Jedi before him. Because if Luke can't be one with the Force, then he has no hope of starting a new Jedi Order. Luke represents the new way of thinking in one's mind. He must learn his own way. He must be taught but also evolve from the Jedi before him so as to not make the same mistakes as they did and advance the Jedi to a whole new place. However, first he must destroy the Empire. Obi-Wan knows this. That's why he becomes one with the Force once he has taught Luke all he knows. He also knows he must serve serve as a sacrifice to a greater good so that the empire can be defeated on the macro and on the micro. This meaning so that Luke can move forward and defeat the empire, but also in that particular moment so that Luke can survive the Death Star. These two characters represent the two sides of the brain, the old way, the subconscious, and the new way of being, aware of what that which is going on and the potential within the subconscious. The point I'm trying to make here is if you are so willing to be creative and obtain the full potential from your creative projects and process, you should try your best to become one with your darkness and use it to your advantage rather than fight it. Anger, frustration, self-loathing, stress, fear, these are all natural human emotions and they are there to warn us of something going on in our subconscious. If they go unchecked, they will become a hindrance on our lives. In the immortal words of Master Yoda, you must unlearn Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really do love you all. Like, genuinely, I do love all of you who listen to this. Um, This was meant to be a one-part episode, but when I began looking into this topic, I found that there was at least two episodes in it. So I hope you got something out of this two-parter. I know they were both pretty short, but they're nice and and bite-sized. If you want more information on my theories around self-importance and the shadow or you just want to join the conversation on this week's episode, please feel free to contact me on Instagram at Jordan Morpeth Art. Go and follow me right now. I'll give you two seconds. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, if you didn't follow me in that time, then you can go and do it later. But it's Jordan Morpeth Art or join our Discord community. Um, 
the link for the Discord community is below in the episode notes. Um, I'm also looking at turning, because I write these episodes now, I'm looking at turning, I'm almost up to eight episodes, sorry. Yeah, this is the eighth episode that I've written, so I'm about to start putting them into a blog. So you can find that blog on my website at www.jordanwalpathart.com. Keep your eyes on that space. I will be putting these up. So if you missed anything in the episode, you can go back, you can listen, um, you can read along with it, whatever you'd like. Just a bit of fun for the blog. Okay. Um, and finally, if if you would like to support the podcast, please just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, or wherever you socialize in the World Wide Web. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes. That would be wonderful. I would love you very much. You don't have to, but if you'd like to, that would be awesome. Guys, thank you all again. I love you so much. I've been your host, Jordan. This is Making Lemonade. And as always, guys... Stay weird. Ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum.
To say the unsayable, say the most human of things And if everything is temporary Bear the unbearable, terrible triteness of being 